Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. We are here this week for season two, episode number four. And this season for the next several weeks and for the previous, I guess it's been three weeks. um, And then for the next few weeks, we're going to be just kind of diving in and unpacking our story from 10 years ago and just kind of looking at some different aspects of that. And so today, we're actually going to be talking about um, secrets and the truth. And I'm titling this, You Can Handle the Truth. I'm kind of <laughs> I see a see mo- what you did there. Yeah, I'm kind of a movie guy. And at least back in the day, we were really movie people. And uh, one of my favorites comes on just about every Sunday. You can flip around the TV and you can find a few good men. But one of the greatest quotes of all time was you can't handle the truth, but we're going to twist it and we're going to say you can handle the truth. So we're going to be talking about that today. It's kind of ironic that last week we actually did a bonus episode called In Sickness and in Health. And, and now look, what happened. look at you. <laughs> they can't look at me, but they can definitely hear me. I'm looking at you. And... Uh, <laughs> You you look great. You just sound. No. So we actually usually we have a rhythm of trying to do this, uh, do our podcast. We record them on Sundays. Do a little editing. Hopefully have them out by Monday morning, so everybody can have the week to listen to them. And so we were traveling this weekend, and Heather's been a little under weather, just with sinuses. And you know, if you're anywhere around Mississippi, um, you know that we just completely skipped. Uh, fall last yeah. week, and we went straight from summer to winter. Winter, and so it kind of messed with Heather's sinuses and stuff. And so we traveled. We got back a little bit late. Well, in the afternoon yesterday, and I said, "Do you want to just wait and do our podcast tomorrow, and maybe you'll feel a little better?" And she was kind of like, "I don't know. We'll see." And so she called in food from uh, a restaurant, and they asked her name, <laughs> and she said, "Bryant." And they said, spell it. And she said, B-R-Y-A-N-T. Twice. And they said, they had me repeat spell it that. Twice. Yeah, and so you did it again. I went and picked it up and written there on the little sheet because I asked when I got there, I said, it's for Bryant. They <laughs> couldn't find it because they spelled it B-O-Y-A-N-C. <laughs> so I'm going to really have to pick up the slack here today I think it wasn't that bad no it's not that bad and I feel fine I just sound terrible I shouldn't say I feel fine I've got the crud but I just sound worse than I feel yeah well it's okay we're gonna dive into this together and I actually think that this is gonna be a really good podcast for all of our listeners so probably a little more practical than uh, what we've done the last few weeks when we've been talking just through some of our story, we have given some some insight and guidance and things like that. But today, 
we're just going to talk about honesty in marriage and making sure that there's no secrets, that things are brought into the light, all of that kind of stuff. And the thing that that I think is going to be really good about this, some people might be listening right now thinking, I don't have any secrets. I don't need to listen to this. Well, we're actually going to take this uh, the next few minutes and we're going to we're going to kind of make sure we approach this in a way that all of our listeners can get something out of it. So we're going to actually address, well, what happens if you're in a marriage and there aren't any secrets? Well, there's some great insights that can be learned from this. So we're going to talk about that. What if you're in a marriage and you have a secret or you have something that's being hidden from your spouse and you need to get that, get that, you need to bring that into light. We're going to talk about that. What and then the other the other people that might be listening to this are, are people that have already brought something into the light, and so now they're in this season of learning to trust again, and how do you navigate through that? So it's going to be really good. We're going to actually hit all three of those. So make sure that you're listening and you stay until all three parts because you never know where you're gonna where you're gonna wind up. So and you might wind up in a different category later down the road, right? Yeah, yep. that's what. Yeah, that's what kind of what I meant by that. Oh, sorry, that's okay. Thank you for clarifying. Um, <laughs> that cold medicine makes me a little slow too. Oh boy, we might be in for a good one this this day. Um, <clears throat> okay, so here we go with you can handle the truth. So as we start talking about, um, and you know, I, I hate to even say secrets, but that's really what we're talking about. We're just talking about things that you are keeping from your spouse. So things that are in the dark, things that um, you haven't brought into the light, you haven't shared with your spouse, um, and these are things that that could be damaging or just could could cause some tension in your marriage. And I know that when we say that, people automatically think because we're in the middle of telling our story. And obviously our story, if you listen to last week's episode, we talked about Heather's confession. And 10 years ago, Heather confessing to being unfaithful. So when you talk about secrets and having secrets in marriage, that's I think that's where everybody kind of is going in their mind when they're listening to this episode because sure. that's what our story is. But I think there's a whole long laundry list of things that could kind of fall into this category of things that you should not keep um, in the dark from your spouse, things that you need to be honest and open about with your spouse. So let's just kind of spitball for a few minutes or for a few seconds and just kind of name some of those so that people can go, oh, okay, that's what they're talking about when they're saying, let's make sure that things are brought into the light. So, um, well, obviously you have, um, affairs mm -hmm. and that could be a physical affair or even just emotional, um, affair. And I think right in that comes inappropriate relationships for sure um, with anybody of the opposite sex. Yeah, and you know that's um, those that's a big one, of course. And if there's something like that that's going on, um, then that needs to be uh, brought into the light and needs to be shared with your spouse. Um, there could also be pornography, or maybe it's not even. You know, I know that people think that different things are pornographic, right. but it could just be that there's you know that you are doing something and looking at something that you shouldn't be looking at and your spouse would not approve of. Right. If Can your you look at it in front of your spouse? Yeah, if your spouse <laughs> walked into the room and you were looking at it, mm -hmm. w would you be okay with that? Right. And would 
your spouse would be okay right. with that. Right. Um, so that's certainly something. Yeah. Um, one I thought about was um, any kind of addiction um, or substance abuse. Um, kind of those are kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're using something that you shouldn't be or addicted to something mm-hmm. um, that you would need to let your spouse know. Yeah. And um, finance, financial secrets. There's yeah. a lot of people. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a big Dave, Ram- Dave Ramsey fan mm-hmm. and, and, and they actually use the term financial infidelity because there are times when, you know, you are cheating on your finances basically and not telling your spouse about it. Your spouse right. doesn't know what's going on. Um, it could be that you have a separate account or a separate credit card or, you know, whatever. It, it could be even uh, another financial issue could be a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people out there that literally they, they, they struggle with it and they keep it a secret and their, their spouse has no idea what's going on. Right. Right. Um, and you know, we've just recently, um, been in contact with somebody that has this struggle with, um, uh, with their faith, like their spouse is having a struggle with their faith mm. and not really, um, being open and honest about their belief in the Lord or their lack of belief in the Lord, or if that changes along the way right. in their marriage. I think that's an important one. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we kind of mentioned this when we talked about the pornography and stuff, but just like I would say your phones, your computers, your, your tablets, whatever, you know, if there's anything that's going on there that your spouse would not approve of, and that could be, you know, those inappropriate relationships, you know, there's some, somebody that has contacted mm-hmm. you, you're texting with yep. somebody that you shouldn't be. If you're deleting text, yes. that's a big yes. one. If you have a passcode on your phone that your, that spouse, your spouse doesn't, doesn't know, know, yes, like that's, it's not healthy. Like, right. you should be able to pick up my phone at any time. I remember actually, no, we've been, we've actually talked the last couple of days about our intensive, um, just together and with, uh, with some people that we were with, some, some of our family yesterday. And, uh, I remember one of the couples at our intensive, the, the lady had a passcode on her phone and she would not, she would not give it to her husband. And that was one of the things that they, you know, kept bringing up during the, during the intensive was how, like, that's just, that's wrong, like very wrong. So, okay. So we've kind of gone through a few things that, that obviously are things that need to be brought in light, but what about, are there some things that like, you can almost say, that's not, that's not even worth bringing up. Right. Can you think of some things? Cause I'll tell you what I was kind of thinking, like, Obviously, we want to, and we're going to talk about just being in a place where everything can be in the light. Everything can be open. But there's stuff that, like, you're struggling with maybe inwardly that maybe doesn't always have to. That's right. I mean, just as an example, like, if a guy sees somebody walk by that's very pretty, you know, and thinks, wow, she's pretty... Hey, I just want you to know, babe, I thought that girl looked really pretty. I mean, are we, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? There's just things like that where I don't want people to get the misunderstanding that we're just saying, hey, you need to tell tell everything. everything. But I will say this, even in that situation, it could be that one of the spouses is struggling with something like that. And maybe they need the accountability to be able to say, hey, you know, when when I see people, I need to be able to turn my head, you know, right. that kind of thing. And, sure. and that's, 
so I don't know. Did you, were you able to think of anything that's just kind of like, eh? Yeah, I mean, I just kind of thought about that same thing because I think that so many times thoughts or images or some things come into our mind and that happening is not the sin. Right. I mean, like it coming into our head is not the sin. It's what we do with it. That's a great point. And if you, you know, if you were to see a beautiful woman or holy moly, some of these Halloween outfits, good gravy. How could you (laughs) not look? But if you take that and you're like, Oh, and you take that captive and you make that thought obedient to Christ and honoring towards your spouse and to God, then that's not necessary to share because you handled it. But if you take that thought and it leads to something else or to an action or to, you know, your train of thought goes downward fast and you start imagining things or I wonder what it would be like or things like that. That's, obviously Mm. going down the wrong path and I think that that would be something you know you would need to ask for help yeah and I like what you said that you need to ask for help because it may be that somebody is dealing with this and again we talked we've talked about this and feeling like it's innocent and it's no big deal but if you're starting to struggle with it you need to be able to go to your spouse and here's the thing that so we're going to jump we're going to jump in now and we're going to address these the three types of people that are listening so the first type of person that may be listening we're going to say is the person that's saying I don't have any secrets. You know, there's nothing that I need to confess to my mm-hmm. spouse. There's nothing that's really going on behind the scenes or in the dark or anything like that. So I don't really feel the need. So so what what can that person get out of this? Well, one of the things that we learned in our um, in just our marriage intensive and then all the counseling and everything that we went through was the communication. We learned a lot of communication tactics. But one of the things that we learned was just that your spouse and the communication between the spouse, it needs to be a safe place, safety. Mm -hmm. And so what I would encourage the person out there that says, Hey, we're not having any issues. I would encourage them to begin working on their communication skills in such a way that they know that it's a safe place that I can come to you. And I know that if I'm having a struggle with something, that you're not going to look down on me, um, that you're not going to, you're going to, you're going to, it's a team. We're a team. Right. We know that we're going to have struggles as we go through our marriage. Mm-hmm. You and I have been married 25 years. Mm-hmm. So people that have been married for a year, two years, they're going to have struggles as they go along. So they need to create a space that they know that going to their spouse is a safe place. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, one thing when you said, I don't have any secrets, um, I was thinking about maybe people who before their relationship, like if they've been married, um, or if, you know, we have listeners that are dating, um, if there's something before that you feel like would affect your, um, um, marriage, those are some hard things to say, Mm. do I need to tell them that? Because it was before, you know, and you're like that it may negatively affect our marriage, but if it's something that is bothering you mm-hmm. and, and burden burdensome. And if you like, you know, we talk about red flags a lot. Like if you just feel a check in your spirit that if they ever found that out, 
Um, you know, you yep. just, I think it needs, it, even if it's before, um, I don't know. I just feel like there's probably somebody, if not more than one person listening, that's kind of in that, um, spot where no, we, you know, we've only been married a little while and we mm-hmm. don't have any secrets, but maybe you were keeping something, you know, from a previous relationship or something in your past that it's just eaten away with mm-hmm. eaten away at you. And that comes right there to that, um, being a safe place, you know, to establish that. And it may be that you say, you know, one of the things we talked about with my confession is you wanted to know, you know, X, Y, and Z, but you didn't want to know all the, Mm -hmm. the details of that. And so maybe it's like, you know, I have something from a past relationship that I've never mentioned that if you, you know, want to know, or if you want to talk about, you know, I'm here for that. But I don't know, that just kind of came up because I don't think anybody steps into a brand new marriage with nothing. Right. I mean, you know, we dated since forever and, Mm -hmm. you know, coming into our marriage together, there were still things we needed to um, discuss. So, Sorry if I got off track. No, I think that's good because, I mean, I also think that that kind of goes back to the, well, do I need to tell everything? Well, probably not everything. Right. But like you said, if, if you feel like, man, this is something that if it comes up during marriage... Or even if you're married and you feel like this could come up two years, three years, right. four years from now, and it could be damaging. Right, right. Then, you know, maybe it's not telling all the details, but it's, hey, I need you to know this because we're a team That's and right. this is a safe place for me to come and talk. And even though what I might tell you might hurt you right now, mm-hmm. it's something that we need to be able to work through so that we can put it behind us and move right. forward. And I think that that moves us right into just the the whole you know, I do have a secret. I have something that I need to, to tell my spouse. And, you know, so now I think we need to talk to those people because obviously we have some experience with this because we've had to, to go through the confession and walk through that. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, you can go back and listen to last week's episode where we just kind of walked through our, um, confession and Heather's confession from 10 years ago. But, the biggest thing that I would like to say and piggybacking on that even last week that we talked about was those type things, they have to be confessed before they're found out, yeah. before they're discovered. Um, because that part of it is more damaging when, and, and look, I mean, I don't, I'll, I'll be the one to bust the bubble. You're going to get found out. Mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing, you're going to get found out mm-hmm. and your spouse is going to find out. Yep. And so as you've got something that's going on in your life that you're hiding from your spouse, you're keeping the secret, you're just not being completely honest, you know, think about what's going to happen when your spouse finds out as opposed to you going and saying, hey, I, this might hurt for me to tell you this right now, but I need help. We need help. And I want, I want to tell you what's going on. That's right. And you know, the, the other thing is in talking about that, I think about the period that I have. And, you know, we talked about the fact that this was a three month time. Um, but there are people who had secrets for years and years and years. And I'm going to tell you, just hiding that for months ate me 
alive. Mm -hmm. It was damaging to our marriage before you even found out right. because of what it was doing inside of me. And so like there, there's probably people out there who are thinking, oh, I have that so buried. Like, and it doesn't even have to be in something you did in a relationship, like something that happened to you or, you know, something that um, was in your past that you think you have buried and handled. And as you walk through marriage and walk through life, those things just start getting dug up and dug up and dug up. And then all of a sudden you have a whole big monster you're trying to deal with when, if it had been dealt with from the very beginning, it wouldn't seem so large. Yeah, and I wonder if we could just give some advice, and maybe you can uh, just together as we're sort of talking through this. But, you know, let's say that there's somebody out there listening, and they're thinking, I need to tell this to my spouse. I don't know how they're going to react. What do you think? Do you think that it's a good idea or could be a potentially a good idea to have someone else involved? Um, a mentor or right. a couple. I mean, we've, I mean, we've sat through sure. conf confessions, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, so to speak. Sure. And so, you know, I wonder if, you know, something like that, that we could at least pitch that idea to sure. people. Well, I think that if you are not for, for 100% sure, if you're not certain it's something that you should tell, you should try to talk to somebody about that. Somebody who's going to give you godly advice. Um, you know, if it, if it's something that's bothering your, you and you're like, you know, I don't know, it may do more harm than good, blah, blah, blah. I mean, talk to a mentor or, um, somebody that can give you what scripture says about confession and, um, about being open and honest, um, because you don't want to just sit them down and, you know, word vomit all over them and scare them to death, but you need to do it in, in a, um, in a good and, um, the word I'm looking for is constructive, mm -hmm. um, way. You don't want it to be something that tears your marriage apart because you didn't handle it correctly. So just, yeah, mentor, um, you know, and, and I can remember I did that with you. My mentor sat down with us. Um, I know we're going to talk in a minute about, um, not hiding anything else and that may kind of segue us, um, into that, but, to sit down and be able to be open about everything mm -hmm. and a yep. mentor is a good person to do that with. Yeah. And I, I know that we've sat down with lots of couples that have sort of gone through the confession in front of us. Yeah. And I, I mean, the one thing that you say and harp on over and over during those meetings is like when this meeting is over mm -hmm. or when we're done, you, there are no more secrets. Like you have to tell That's everything right. because mm -hmm. if you get to a point of confession and you're telling your spouse something, but then two weeks later, something else comes out. Yes. Like that, that can be damaging to the Absolutely. point that can almost not be come back. That's right. That's right. Because from. when you confess, you're breaking down every right. trust wall that they have for you. Mm -hmm. It is just, we are starting from scratch and, and, and having to build that trust again is so hard. And so to, um, for you to not confess everything, if that trust starts to be built back up and two weeks later you confess to something else, you it's just all over again, right. back to nothing. And, you know, we mentioned this last week, but that was our story. I mean, we had a part of it that, and again, we had nobody walking through it like this with us. 
Um, but we, you know, we had the confession and then a few days later, some more information right. came out and, and that's the part that that's why we want you to know you, right. you've got to get it all out. And, and just to speak for a moment from the, the side of the person that's actually receiving the information, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, I do want to touch on that for a second because the tendency is when you find out something, you want to know everything. Right. That's just natural. That's where your brain goes. And my brain went there too. It was, you know, I want to know details. I want to know, you know, all of the details because you can't, your mind constantly tries to put together, like connect the dots. Right. And trying to make sense of it. Trying to make Mm -hmm. sense of it, which is almost an impossible thing to do. But just connecting the dots, it lasts literally forever. So... What my suggestion would be is that you get to a place in both of your communications where you know for certain that your spouse is willing to tell you anything that you want to know. Right. But then my advice is to be very careful about what you ask for because some of the information can be way more harmful. And for me, when we, we were put in a situation, I'm not going to go into a bunch of details on this, this at all, but we were put into a situation where we both knew that you were going to have to answer some questions in front of me, um, about some of your actions. And before we were ever put into that situation, you told me lots of details because you knew I was going to find out. And for me, that was kind of the tipping point where I knew that I, that I was, you were at a point where if I asked you, you would tell me Mm -hmm. whatever I wanted to know. But then I can literally remember people telling me, you don't want to know. You don't want to know everything. Right. And, you know, we've sort of joked about it before, but not really joking. But, you know, where I've said one day we're going to be old and, you know, 70 years old and sitting on our rocking chairs out back. And I might ask you some questions and you'll tell me, but that's mm-hmm. because I just know that that's where we are, that you would tell me if I, you if I wanted. You just offended the 70 year olds. They're Sorry not about all that. out there sitting in rocking chairs. We're going to be. No, not at 70. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, uh, the, young. the last thing is this, and we're going to kind of touch on this really fast because we need to wrap up. But so let's just say that you're in that camp that says, I have told my spouse something really hard. And we're now in that season where we're trying to rebuild trust. Yeah. And so, um, what are some what are some what's some advice that we can give to those uh, to that couple out there that might be in the place where we were ten years ago? Sure, I just I can't tell you the freedom and the importance of knowing that you've told everything that your spouse needs to know or wants to know. It's such a freedom. Now, I will say that when you do that, you're taking off all of that weight that you were carrying of hiding things and um, carrying the weight of um, lying and trying to keep all the balls in the air and not letting any of them fall. And then when you confess, you have to realize you're throwing all of that onto your spouse for them to now carry. So you have to have a lot of grace in that. Although I felt so much freer because I was, I was like, okay, okay, 
He knows everything. And I even knew going into meeting with, um, with people that we were going to talk to that if they said anything or threw anything out that I had done, that you already knew it. And there was freedom in that. And there was, there was, um, there was a lot of hope in that for me, but it also made you mm-hmm. um, feel very heavy, right? Because you did yeah, know I, all of that. I took the weight. Of, yeah, you did. I took the weight off of your shoulders, and it was just on me then, right? Which was so unfair because I'm the one that was was doing the hurting. But it, but I felt like I had I had said everything I needed to say. But yeah, you did. Um, take the weight of that. So with that being said, there are some things that I did that, um, that our counselors slash, um, marriage retreats, all of those things taught us is just to make sure that you were comfortable all of the time. If I was going somewhere and that made you uncomfortable, you know, I don't know who you're going to be with. I don't know what you're going to be doing, things like that. I would always try to, you know, text and say, I'm here. Um, I would even send pictures mm-hmm. and be like, we, we made it. Like if I was going out with a, a girlfriend, I would say we made it. Um, we're eating dinner. I, and that seems like you're micromanaging, um, or asking me to overshare, but it's not, it was all done. Like my goal was to make sure that you right. were comfortable in everything because I was the one that had messed up and broken that trust. But that's something that honestly, it should go on throughout marriage and not because, I mean, not even, you know, I think there's just times where you just know that your spouse is uncomfortable. Sure. And this actually happened on your side of things the other day, and we didn't really talk about it that much, but you texted me a couple of times because I was potentially going to be put in an uncomfortable situation that wasn't a big deal, but it sure. could have been an uncomfortable situation. Right, right. And so you texted a couple of times to ask, is everything okay? And like, I remember getting, cause I was actually going somewhere uh, with my family, with my sister. And I took a picture mm-hmm. of the pizza boxes yeah. because we were eating pizza and I just sent it to you just so you would know where I was. Right. And to be honest, I mean, I'm telling you right now that never crossed my mind. Like, oh, he's being purposeful. It just gave me peace. Like, I didn't think, oh, he thought that I might be wondering, so he did this, and I, you know, right. It just and I was thank you. And the the other part of that is, I didn't think that you were worried and looking, you know, right. checking on me. But I could tell just in your texting, right. you know, that you just wanted to make sure because, yeah. and it was more of an accountability for right. both of us. But Which is not like, because we've spent 10 years building trust yep. again, it wasn't like me begging for you to trust me again. It was mm-hmm. just because I love you. You love me and you were trying to make sure I was comfortable. Yeah. And I mean, it, again, it could be really easy for me at that moment to go, what nerve you right. have to check Absolutely. on me. But it's not, it's, it's again, it's building that safety. That's right. And it's building just a that, respect. Building that safe place. So uh, my suggestions are this, over-inform, always, yep. always over-inform. Um, make sure your phone is accessible at yeah. all times. If 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 Heather ever comes to me and says, "Hey, can I look at your phone?" Just well, of course, make your phone. Make sure that all of that's accessible. You know, take pictures of where you are and who you're with. If that's something that needs to be done, and here's one that sound. This is very simple, but if you wonder 
if you should share it, then you should probably share it. Yeah. So if there's something that you're kind of wondering, should I share that? Then you probably should. Um, so the biggest takeaway from this is in order for there to be healing in marriage, there has to be the point, like we talked about last week, where there is a confession. There has to be a point where everything is brought into the light. And if you're not in a position where you need to bring something into the light, then work on making your marriage a safe place right. so that anything can be shared because you're a team and you're mm-hmm. and you're working together. So um, so we're going to wrap up this, uh, this week's episode, and I hope that this has been really practical for you. I hope that you see hope in it. Um, I hope that it brings hope to your marriage, but also gives you some real tools that you can use. And hey, these last few weeks have been really fun because our podcast is kind of going nuts right now. Lots of people are listening and, um, and you know, it's, it's neat to see that. Hopefully we're helping people, but one way that you can actually help us to reach more people, uh, we're finding out more and more how important this is, but if you could hit that rate, um, rate, give us a rating on, uh, the podcast. And also if you have a moment just to leave a sentence or two review, those two things help more than you could ever imagine. Uh, So thanks for listening, and until next week, um, we will see you then and hope you have a great week.